I hope you had some fun in the uh, breakout sessions with your time capsule predictions, uh, what is happening. Um, and if I've done this in the past, I put myself a calendar event in for the end of the year or early next year. And I wrote my time capsule prediction actually in there so that I can go back and see how good I was at uh, looking for the crystal ball, but I leave that up to you. And then also hopefully you had within the small community already a chance to um, talk about what your, from a CS perspective, are focused uh, on in Q1 and what help you could uh, gain from your fellow members in your um, small breakout room. And also, of course, post those questions in, in the community as well to, uh, to solicit feedback. That's, that's what we're really here for, um, to help each other. And um, also, as I said it in mind, to uh, challenge each other with other opinions. Um, we're we're pay, um, basically set up for a lot of growth and change. And so let's keep uh, pace with that. Um, in order to hear from the individual groups, if the uh, designated spokespersons from each team would please raise their hand. Um, that would help me kind of do the round robin of the uh, various breakout rooms. And oh, here we go already. And um, Alex is right on top from our group. So Alex, why don't you take it away and uh, share what we talked about? Great, excellent. Um, yeah, we had a really lively conversation and it was just so motivating to see how many different ways in which people are building. Um, but to kick things off, key predictions were around continued and rapid growth within customer success. And also like a lot of new innovations, new um, and like new recognition um, through the media, through podcasts, through a lot of other sources that we're really a separate entity. Um, and we have a very specific role within companies that is very different from say sales. Some of the key challenges that people are going to be looking at in Q1 are moving into new roles, um, building out and operationalizing um, an expansions motion, including like hiring. Um, some folks are focused on making sure that like the roles on their team really speak to the specific elements of a customer's life cycle and um, establishing that much more, building out and automating more touches. And then, um, one that is like near to my heart, uh, building out a new um, customer health score and uh, really working to like get that right. And um, there was just general agreement that, you know, while there are a lot of tools that helps help support health score builds, fundamentally you have to have the data in order to pipe it into that tool to make it really work. Um, yeah, so how do I do Andreas? Outstanding, thank you. And uh, thank you, Leslie, for raising your hands because I know we were in room six, so I expected at least five more hands, but there was one. So Leslie, why don't you share what uh, you discussed in, um, <clears throat> in your breakout room about the time capsule predictions and some of the helps. 
Yeah, I, mean, I think we had a couple, we had a mixture of people in our breakout room. We had a couple people who are looking for their in-between roles right now. And so a lot of their predictions had to do with finding the right companies and sort of personal growth. Um, you know, we had somebody who has a, a personal sort of Slack group that he was creating and has some personal goals there. Um, there's a couple of us that are also leading CS teams that I think one of the themes was really about, at least for me that I heard is, a lot of times when you are in CS leadership and at this time of year, there is a lot of rewriting into what CS means for your company into next year. And so whether it's small tweaks, you know, into what it is, whether you're making a small tweak in your, the way you are approaching your customers or whatever those things might be, um, or massive changes, right? I think I, I was commenting on how we went from last year, I was told that we were going to give quotas to all of our CSM. So they were going to do all their CSM work and they were going to take on quotas and we were going to do all that and we were going to be amazingly successful in the midst of COVID and that didn't work, right? The way our product is, it doesn't actually work. And so, um, you know, I've had to represent our role and what we're going to be doing customer success next year and get approval to hire account managers to start to split the role. Um, it's a massive undertaking. And I rewrote the plan last year and I'm rewriting it again this year for CS. And I heard, you know, from uh, other groups or other people in our group, Steve and Sean, who also are kind of in the same boat at this moment in time. So I think there's a lot of that as it pertains to kind of putting out our, our best ideas and practices and what we, how we want to describe our CS roles. Cause I think in general, uh, this, this role is not sort of static. It's not something that once you get it established that it just stays the same for many years to come. So. Thank you, Leslie, and uh, totally agree. The, the dynamics of what customer success is and um, how to innovate yourself is really what keeps me excited and engaged to um, stay in this field and um, you know be, be a part of this community and see all the trends and the innovation. By no means anyone has written the definitive uh, book on it to say like, this is it. And uh, this is the uh, standard operation procedure and the new ISO standard or whatever you would have in, in, in that sense. So perfect. Any other volunteers? Come on, there were more groups than two. So please raise your hands. Otherwise hey. I start calling out some folks. Hey, Andreas, it's Nils. Uh, I didn't have the raise hand button on my, uh, my thing, but I'd be happy to go. Um, yes, take it away. Right on, thank you. Um, so in our group, um, you know, the core underlying theme, we had a number of people who had been in the CS seat for a long time and some that had were relatively new to the position. So, you know, the core theme here was just around growth and, and having that plan at the beginning of the year and the target, right? Because ultimately, uh, if you don't know where you're going, any road's gonna get you there. And as leaders across this group, you know, it's wonderful to hear what the plans are um, across the board and, and how much work actually goes into the planning and when plans don't go right. Like Leslie was saying, you rewrite the plan, right? And it's not a big deal. It just is what it is. So um, a lot of what I took away from, from our group was just one, the growth that CS never, never stops and nothing in our professional world does either. Um, and two, to always have that future looking pace, which is why I appreciate the, com the question today and the conversation. Um, and it really was a good, uh, good reminder of just how important it is to do, not just in January, but you know, continuously throughout the year, because guess what? There's always 12 months ahead of you, no matter where you are in the year. March, April, May, June, there's always another 12 months ahead. So you might as well do the planning and keep always having a forever iterating thing in the future. And then we can align and see how we did at any point. Oh, 
And here I thought, okay, you have to do this only once a year, but you're absolutely right. Um, one of my former CEOs was always at the end of a quarter is like, okay, we've done this one, now the next quarter, right? That's the most important quarter of your lives kind of going in that sense. And yes, having that rolling plan. So appreciate that um, reminder from you. Um, and I see, thank you very much. Ashley uh, raised the, the hand, so take it away. Yes, I did. Thanks. Yeah, so we had, I'm not sure what group number we were, but uh, I had a good chat as well in our group. Um, similar themes, I think a lot of it, I had to summarize, was around like segmenting customers for different purposes. Um, like I know Kevin was talking about, you know, wanting to be able to create better autom autom automation um, for customers and being able to have that customer journey make more sense for them and eventually automate that um, better. We have some people who are launching new products. So everything that comes along with that from creating, you know, user guides and documentation and training and, you know, new sales that will be coming in as transitioning from a one product and then transitioning all customers over to this new product. So I thought that was a really exciting um, challenge that will be um, for them in 2021. Um, also, what else? I think it was nice. Um, a couple of people called out some of the personal aspects as well that, you know, I think are worth mentioning is, you know, getting back to traveling and seeing people in 2021. Um, a couple of people in our group mentioned how they're excited to do that. Um, you know, you're, the people we're, we're at home with are, are great, but, um, you know, it's nice to connect with others outside of, of these rectangles as well. Um, so I think, yeah, overall, I'd say like really segmenting customers, figuring out automation and just, you know, improving processes going forward. Oh, and like making sense of data, like figuring out how to, to basically turn that data into more information. So like, you know, where is it stored? How are we using it? Um, I think it all kind of went, went hand in hand. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's something I struggled with a couple of times, despite being a mathematician by birth or trade or whatever, um, turning data into information because otherwise it's just a lot of noise that uh, confuses you more than, than anything. And uh, so thank you for bringing that up as well. Jeremy, um, I see you raise your hand. Thank you very much. Hopefully, your bringing up is one of the challenges is getting rid of the COVID um, 20 pounds since, you know, weight loss is typically uh, at the forefront and I haven't heard that yet. And I want to make sure I'm not the only one that has this as a personal goal as we go uh, through the course of the year. So take it away. Yeah. Hey, Andres. Hey, hey, everybody. So I uh, was grouped with, I'm uh, looking on the screen here, Laura, Jay, Karen, and Pam, uh, actually a whole new group of folks. So we, there's a few different things that the, the group came up with from various topics. So uh, Laura, for example, shared with the group that she works for a relatively small startup that she's been there for uh, seven years. She's been in her specific role for about three years. Um, and just looking for, you know, kind of what's next working for a, a smaller startup, like how does she continue to grow in professional professional development and uh, continue to acquire new skills um, and the challenges with that. Um, as a group, we discussed, you know, the challenges of, you know, what COVID has, has pushed teams remotely and, you know, strategies around, you know, what are we going to do when, you know, offices do start opening back up? Um, you know, how do we pull those teams? Do we, you know, do we allow the flexibility to continue to stay full remote? Do people go back to the office? 
how do you do that without making and putting unnecessary pressure on people who may not feel comfortable doing one option over the other? Um, so we spent a lot of time on that discussion. Um, Jake shared with the group, you know, he, he just, you know, he wants to improve as a manager. Um, he and a, a, another individual at his, his team managed 18 CSM. So, you know, he wants to continue to develop in that role and, and continue to be the best, you know, best manager, best leader for his team and for his company that he can be. Um, Karen, I thought was it had a unique, another unique challenge in that she, you know, she's trying to bridge the gap between development teams and, you know, the, the CS and operations teams. So there's a, a lot of siloed, you know, capabilities and she'd love to see more, you know, cross collaboration between her teams. So um, I would highly recommend for anybody who has dealt with that challenge um, and has been successful, definitely connect with her on that. Um, and then lastly, Pam, you know, shared with us that, um, you know, she's, uh, she's a part of a, a startup as well. She actually runs her own business. So just, you know, the challenges that come with, you know, leading a business, um, you know, trying to grow a business and be successful, especially in this market. Um, so, you know, that we, you know, really focused on, you know, I think if you hit it at the level, you know, how do we, how do we communicate better? You know, what, you know, what does the future of, you know, working remotely or in office and, you know, being the best that we can be from a professional development perspective. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, appreciates the summary there. Now, I don't see any more raised hands. I assume it's like Niels that your individual uh, manifestation of Zoom doesn't give you that raise hand feature. Oh, there is actually one more. Um, how do I? Here, Tanya. Here we go. All righty. Thank you, Tanya. Um, and from the other teams um, as well, please raise your hands to share. But Tanya, the floor is yours. Thank you. Um, well, I was in a group with Joshua Lyons and Maria, whose name, last name I don't, <laughs> I don't think I know, and uh, and Matt Timmons, and we spoke about a couple of really great things. Um, we had folks who are looking at um, changing jobs, um, moving cities. There were a couple of big uh, potential moves happening in our group, which was exciting. Um, on the customer success side, um, I was really excited to hear from Matt, who works with Culture Amp, that he's working on um, really building out his one-to-many strategy within his organization. So that's a topic that's um, somewhat near and dear to my heart, as it's the reason I came to ServiceNow is to spin up such a group. Um, and as we were just talking, strategies change and COVID happened and that sort of thing. So um, I actually have shifted my focus elsewhere. But um, the one-to-many strategy of, um, you know, really sort of the low value, low ACV value customers, um, but sort of addressing them in volume and giving them the, the love that I really believe that they deserve, both from a customer success and experience perspective was um, cool to hear about. So I was asking him if he's focused more on having a named, uh, a named representative, a named customer success person versus customer marketing approach. Um, he's talking about kind of doing a little bit of both. Um, so Tim, I know, I, Matt, I know I'm speaking for you. I hope that's okay. Um, and then, uh, as I said, we also had someone in the group who's, um, whose company is kind of struggling a little bit. Um, and so she's interested in looking for new opportunities. And so it was exciting to hear what she's thinking about and also a, a cross-country move. Yeah, a lot of uh, transitioning going on. It looks like the average lifespan of someone in a customer success role of 18 months hasn't changed yet uh, much. So um we have our job board, um, which I think is of great quality because it's not just the blind stuff, but that you have an in route into the uh, individual companies as well. So um, reminding everyone of that. 
And uh, Madeline, looking forward to hear from you and uh, what you and York will discuss. Thanks, Andreas. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we had a lively conversation. I think it was really exciting to have all new faces. So this group continues to grow in terms of networking. So thank you, Ginger Rotain, for that. Um, we talked about a lot of things. We all agreed that we'd like 2021 not to be a repeat of 2020. So <laughs> hoping. Um, in terms of exercising, I, I my personal goal is to continue my Peloton addiction. Definitely got me through 2020. So all of those of you in the chat, Peloton all the way. Um, one of the areas that we discussed that I haven't discussed in this group um, before is is the concept of kind of time tracking your CSMs and the value of that. So uh, erring away from micromanaging, but really getting an understanding of where the time goes and proactively sharing that with leadership to better resource and better uh, prioritize uh, by segment, but also by just basic tasks and help to help you grow your team. So I think that was a valuable kind of new discussion area. Uh, we also touched on really the differenti differentiating account management from customer success management um, and sort of what that means and how your, your company will grow and where, where to focus on what happens in the middle to, to drive that value. And I think that was a, a interesting kind of focus areas, not just uh, focusing on the dollar amount and, and the incentives of, of uh, renewals and upselling, but actually the, the gravy, quote unquote, of, of defining that success criteria and driving that throughout the customer lifecycle. So a lot of great discussion areas and, and ready for a challenging year ahead. Outstanding, thank you. And um, in regards to where people spend their time, um, if some of you remember the, um, and, and Jay and Jeff helped me out here, um, what, what was the uh, webinar with SIF uh, um, on um, basically in the excellence series, um, having meaningful uh, conversations and engagement uh, with your customers so that you're not drowning in the noise. So look that up on the community if that's something that you want to get some uh, guidance on and learn from one of the uh, Yodas of customer success in that area um, as well. Is there anyone, any group still still missing? Uh, speak up or forever or hold your tongue. Jared? So I, I can't find the uh, hand raised feature. I'm the world's worst millennial. So go ahead. <laughs> But uh, no, great to be here, guys. Um, so we, uh, I was actually very fortunate to be in a group of like a bunch of giants in the industry. So learned a lot from them. Um, just a couple of random things that we talked about, things that we're working on in this year. Um, I know Jeff Heckler talked about how they have 95,000 customers and they're looking to segment those customers this year. Uh, some things that they've done, they've hired CS operations as well as data analysts to just make that more efficient, more streamlined, uh, which is super cool. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt, I'm, I'm going to butcher your last name. So Matt, everyone knows him. He said he wants to understand the Europe market a little bit better for his company and just to make sure they have a more robust uh, customer success structure uh, set up in that market. And then uh, me, along with the other gentlemen that were in the, the group, we talked a lot about how we want to build, we want to continue building our personal presence and brand within the customer success community. Um, communities such as this really help with that. Uh, this community is incredible. Uh, there's others as well out there. LinkedIn's a great platform. Uh, personally for me, um, I've uh, started a website, Customer Success Whisperer, where I like to get uh, other customer success managers to write blog posts. So if you wanna get your ideas out there, uh, let me know. I'm more than happy to um, help you out with that. And um, trying to think of what else we talked about. Uh, re really, it was just very positive outlook for 2021. Uh, great things happened for customer success in 2020. And we're looking to just keep that momentum going in the, the new year. Thank you, Jared. And we have about six minutes left. So I see uh, Phil raised uh, your hand. So um, you will be the last one to be put on the spot. Go ahead, Phil. And don't worry, I definitely won't take the whole six minutes. 
Um, so I, I was in a group with uh, Boaz, Ed, Sue, and Mateo, and um, I'm one of the new faces um, in uh, that some people have mentioned. So for me, it was great to see so many people on on the, the whole thing and, and the technology able to drop us all into in individual breakout groups, I, I thought was quite fascinating. Um, a couple of people in our group, um, both uh, Susan and Ed, had been impacted uh, by COVID throughout the year in terms of their role and were looking for their their next role. So you know, there was this discussion held around the fact that you know, COVID has impacted both ways. Some companies have kind of steered into customer success more and said, well, this is where we really want to focus on our customers. And, and others, it, it's meant a change and that people have had to look for different roles and different opportunities. Um, we touched upon uh, the, the the fact that uh, sometimes the technology and the, the, the Wi-Fi issues. Matteo had a few Wi-Fi issues, and that you know it's it's not an individual's problem and issue. It's uh, it's technology, and you know, we all really get that at the moment. Everybody understands that everybody's working in a less than ideal position. Um, and we we had quite a bit of uh, conversation about the the change in segmentation, whether it's by changing company or or changes in in what customers are buying, but the move from high touch and that one-to-one -one kind of relationships that, that have been mentioned already in the recaps, but that one-to-many um, move and how that requires a completely different mindset. It requires completely different kind of people in those roles and different skills. If you're managing 5,000 customers, it's a different skill set to managing five very large enterprise customers, um, but also the difference in technologies that you might look at and the type of uh, tools that you might want to use as well. And um, I also mentioned into the group, you know, as I've said to them, uh, I'm new to this group and, and new to the, the the overall kind of network of lots of CSMs all growing together. And I think it's amazing to see so many people learning and sharing with each other. So uh, thanks for the invite and thanks for the time on the call. Absolutely. And um, everyone get ready for the uh, group shot so that we have you engaged and uh, smiling. And on three, one, two, three, and here we go. Perfect. So thanks everyone um, for this first uh, session of the new year. Um, I will post something on LinkedIn. Gordel will uh, provide a summary and uh, capture our great knowledge uh, for the community. But I've also noticed that um, Yes, we had a couple of newcomers like uh, Phil here, but a um, uh, lot of um, good friends that we developed relationships with over the past year as um, GameGrow we retain uh, emerged. But we also went from 146 to now 46 people in participation. So as you see that post, don't just like it, um, but uh, share so that your network sees what value you are getting out of this to hopefully uh, entice other people to uh, join as well so that we can come uh, back next week and over the next uh, couple of weeks and uh, welcome a couple of uh, new faces. And um, Jeff, Jay, any last words uh, from you guys? Otherwise, uh, we'll give you two minutes of your day back. Nothing else on our end. It's great to see everybody again. We'll do it next week. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.